Welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Holland. Hey there, Chris. Great to speak to you again. And we are slowly becoming the Grant-centred podcast, aren't we? Because I know where we're going to start today. And surely, Chris, we've got to start off with that kissing contest, haven't we? Oh, you know what, Dave? I have sort of slightly defended him and Taylor. Taylor did nothing wrong today. Grant was horrible. Horrible to Cassidy. You know, she went round, she got top scores of all the guys, and she goes in and just sort of, you know, out of respect for Taylor, because she was the first one to do that, you know, where she didn't just go and snog every guy. And she put a hand on his lips, that was it. And and he was like, what hashtag Grant at the end of it? And he was like, hashtag been there, done that. And it made yeah. her cry. It was just completely out of order. And even Taylor said she put an arm on Cassidy and that, and she said like it was fucking out of it. It was just totally wrong. It wasn't even funny. Yeah. Yeah, I I think, yeah, it wasn't funny. It was just nasty, wasn't it? And it, it did the job, you know, it fucking really upset her. It, it was out of order um, and he was just a complete cock. You know, I've got in my notes here, well, I'll see you next Tuesday, but not actually see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I don't know if it was out of respect for Taylor as such. It was just like, well, I'm not, you know, I don't really feel like snogging you, you know, at the minute. So she just give him a kiss, sort of kissed her, did the old kiss her hand and then put it on her lips. And Grant's like, oh, you're shoving your fingers in my mouth. And it's like, what? Yeah, just an absolute bell end, to be honest. Yeah, and, and, and he's making himself look really daft here because, you know, we go from there. Obviously, Erin has put the fear of God up any any girl who dares go near Eden's lips. And <laughs> it ended up that every one of them just gave him a peck on the on the lips, didn't he? Nobody dared. Now, I, I got a call out, and Taylor did the same. I don't think they were, they were all necessarily scared of Taylor's reaction with Grant, but it was like a respect thing. However, it's a game that's with part of Love Island. They would have been briefed whether you're with someone or not. I just, yeah. I just find it, it just ruins the game. It would have been nice to everyone to go in there and they go, right, this person's the best kisser and she's yeah. kissed every one of them because you can't beat a bit of drama where, Dave, and we've seen it, the guy who gets kissed votes for the girl he's not with. Yeah. <laughs> that always goes on a storm for a bit of drama. So I just wanted that side of it and I just thought, oh, fuck off. It was dead vanilla and stuff in the end. It was, I mean, Justin enjoyed himself. He was absolutely <laughs> chomping the face off Kim, um, <laughs> Billy. Like shoving <laughs> his tongue him. right out, wasn't he? And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, and Dave Cassidy won the, won the race, though. She was the best kisser by a mile. Yeah, despite getting the, the one. But, I mean, at least he gave her one, so to speak. Um, <laughs> that was Taylor, Dave. That was Taylor. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he gave Cassidy one as well. Um, yeah. But it, a few of them gave zeros, didn't they, for the for the peck on the cheek and stuff. So, you know, Grant didn't give the, the bottom score. And I think John James was saying, you know, that's the most action I've had since I've been in here. So, um, yeah, I agree, Chris, to be honest. I, I think it, it sort of cheapens the whole game. Um, but I do think it is... It is Erin, really. Uh, you know, she'd sort of set it off. And it wasn't it Millie? Wasn't Millie one of the first? And then that could have really, like, set some drama off. But, you know, she just yeah. gave Eden a, a peck and just decided not to prod the bear. 
And uh, yeah, it was all pretty vanilla from there. It was, to be honest. He went through the motions. And then and then I think it was the fallout afterwards because I think what I like about Taylor and her influence on Grant is she's trying to make him a better person, isn't she? She sees someone there. She's saying, like, you are, you know, they go on this picnic and she's like, I want to be with somebody in here. I've never, I'm not touchy-feely. I'm not the sort of person to be showing affection in public. Like, I can't help it. And then she leans in straight away for a kiss. Yeah. And he's basically uh, saying that he, that he loves her pretty much, you know, straight away. And that does put a slight spin on what happened with Cassidy. However, it doesn't make it right. And it certainly don't make the kissing thing right. That was disgraceful. But I think she's trying to make him a better person. And I just hope he sees that because he just comes out with some fucking ridiculous comments at times. I yeah. really don't get him. Yeah. I really don't understand him. I, I, for the whole Cassidy thing, I haven't really been on Team Taylor at all. But I think, as you said before, I think for this episode tonight, she didn't really do anything wrong for me and she actually came across quite thoughtful quite caring empathic I thought she did a good job and you know she basically told Grant exactly what to do and again it was the first time you know for for a while Grant hasn't come off like a total cock so when he did actually go and have the chat with with Cassidy you know he, he sort of said the right things and it's it's about you know they're going to be in the villa together they they just need to move on and I think you can genuinely see it that Taylor is different around Grant. You know, the Taylor we knew before they kind of coupled up was quite standoffish and now she's just all kind of giggly and affectionate. And you know yourself, Chris, when when you have that connection with someone, it does bring a different side of your personality out. And so, yeah, yeah I think, I, I don't think I'm really on team Grant and Taylor. Um, but I think she's she's won me over a little bit in this episode. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I, I agree with that, Dave. I know I've been a bit more favourable towards them. And I think I like the fact that she's called him out and said, you need to go and speak to her and speak to her properly. And, and what I will say, though, Dave, Cassidy, she don't give a fuck. She told Grant, and it was no pussyfooting round saying one thing to him. And then when she goes in the video room saying that, you know, I would have said this to him and I, he's a dickhead and all that. She saw him to his face and went, yeah. you are a dick. Yeah. It's been horrible to me. I, I absolutely think that she won this episode because she called him completely out for complete, everything that he has done. And she laid no blame, really, with Taylor, uh, to be honest. She just fucking went for him. And I I, I applaud her. I thought it was great TV because Grant's just like, all right, okay, can we hug it out? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I agree she wins the episode. I, I love the line. She said, um, I, wanted to, I wanted to kiss my fist and give it to him that way. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fucking brilliant. She'd have probably been thrown off the show. But yeah, as you're saying in the diary room, like, you know, he's a twat. <laughs> Just think, brilliant. He's, like I say, she's, she's told him to his face as well. And he has been a twat. And so good on her that she didn't just sort of sulk and not respond or something. She's got it off her chest a little bit. And hopefully, you know, she can move on. But she is a little bit vulnerable, Chris, because, you know, she's paired up with Elias. But new girl, new girl Francoise is... Uh, is quite hot for Elias, and I, I think there might be a bit of a connection there. Yeah, I do, Dave, because they were calling him Tarzan, weren't they? I mean, he's dicking around in the pool and everything, and she even said, didn't she, Millie, like, she absolutely, to look at, John James is great. <laughs> I love the way she went, but when we have a conversation, it just goes yeah. down the down the shitter, <laughs> yeah. basically, because he hasn't got much personality, I think, from what she's getting at, and 
he got paid off completely, didn't he? He's, he? When you think of it and take a step back, he's got everything you'd think a girl would want, but he doesn't seem to have a lot of chat, does he? The personality's a little bit... Whether he's holding back, I don't know, but he's quite devoid of emotion at times. I, yeah, it's weird because I thought he came across quite chilled and, and that was kind of a good trait. Um, but I don't know, I'm, I'm undecided now. Is he chilled or is he just boring? I'm not sure. Uh, you know, again, if you think about it, he's he's a 32-year-old DJ, and he? Um, probably been doing that for years and years. If you're the DJ, you don't really have to have a lot of chat. <laughs> you just fucking you, you've got the loud music on, and you take some requests, and you've always got the girls flocking round. You know the uh, the DJ booth, haven't you? So I don't know. Maybe he's just never had to develop that side of him. Whereas you know Elias come, you know he tells it how it is. He seems quite funny. He's quite open. Uh, Justin, you know, thinks he's a lot funnier than he really is, I think, you know, but there are other personalities in there and you're right. I think John James might just fade away into the background. Yeah, and I do think, and you're right, and I do think on the flip side, you know, we lost Kim tonight and she was up against Taylor at the end, but I still can't get my head around why everyone's crying and stuff. I'm (laughs) sorry. I know they all live together in that, Dave, but it's a fucking show and you're going to see him in a couple of weeks, even if you're in there till the death. What, why do you, I just don't understand why they react that way. However, Kim, you know, beautiful looking girl. When she first came in a couple of days ago, we were thinking, oh, wow, she's, you know, she's stunning. She's going to create a load of drama. She's going to split someone up, everything. She didn't do anything, did she really? I mean, she she genuinely was a bit too standoffish. And ultimately it's cost her a place in the house, really. I don't necessarily think I'm going to miss her. I don't think she offered much, but she had all the right tools as a person to, to create problems, and she didn't. She was too nice, I think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, just like you say, the the nice people just don't make great entertaining TV, I guess, do they? You know, so no. I, I've not seen this in the other series where it just is purely on a popularity vote. And so, you know, I, I was a bit surprised. Because the, the series that I've seen, you know, uh, going back to last year, it's even if someone kind of is in the bottom two, usually, you know, the Islanders will have a chance to save one and that will create a bit of drama as well. And, and so, yeah, it's just straight boat. And she's not had a connection with anyone. She seems a bit miserable kind of around the pool and that, you know, she's not particularly bubbly and funny or fun. So, yeah, it, it wasn't that surprising to me. When I knew it was coming up to a, a pure popularity contest, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Kim's gone. Yeah, and she was. And and I think that would have been sacrilege, I think. The the, the Grant and Taylor thing, there's still stuff there. Do you know yeah. And there's still stuff that's going to... Uh, even just to watch it to cause a bit of shit more than anything, That that's... That's what's what it's like. Therefore, that's Love Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, nice people don't always uh, win these shows, do they? It's, it's the people who create an issue and either redeem themselves. So these a proper redemption story, and you get that with the Big Brothers and things like that. You get people who people absolutely fucking hate, but you want the redemption story, don't you? So, yeah, um, yeah we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. I mean, I also think as well, though, Dave, like watching it again for the second time, I miss so much. You know, when I said like we would decorate for yeah, the first part yeah. of it and all that. And I think the rest of it's the same. Me and Sam proper loved it. And she said she was like, I just went, I don't remember any of this. I said, No, neither do I. 
So as much as I've raved about a lot of the things, it's great to watch it because it's like watching a new series pretty much. Yeah, like you say, if you're not really paying attention and you just see the the kind of big ticket things, you know, you are going to forget. <laughs> what? <laughs> sorry, sorry, the child in me when you said tickets, I thought you were going to say something else then. Sorry, the fucking child in me come out and it caught me off guard that day. I was looking out the window then when you said it. Oh, did, did you notice again tonight, Erin's got that bloody black bikini on and she's constantly like, holding her boobs in so they don't fall out. <laughs> you know what? I've never noticed it until you said and Now that's all I can fucking look at is her fucking knockers. <laughs> just you, you bastard. Oh yeah, you didn't notice them before. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Sam's listening to this game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is distracting. It's just the fact that she's constantly like, you know, she leans to one side and she's like, oh, got to hold this one in. Get a fucking different bikini for fuck's sake, but um, but yeah, no, it, it is entertaining. Obviously, I I don't know the outcome. I can't kind of really guess. You know which way is it gonna go? Um, I, again, I guess Erin and uh, Eden still look like the strongest couple. Could you know? Could Grant and Taylor go through that whole redemption? I'm I'm not sure. Obviously, you fucking know, but. So I don't expect a response on that. But, you know, that's kind of where my head is at. I can't really call it at the minute. Um, the new guys that have come in, John John James, I, I, I don't think he's he's not going to be in the running at all. Elias, yeah, if he, if he has that connection with Francoise, maybe. Um, Millie, I don't see really connecting with anyone. Natasha, not. Um, so, yeah, it's got to be down to those first few, I think. Well, Dave, for once, I have the power, my friend. I'm not saying a word to you about anything because I, I realise, you know, I said yesterday about the baby game and that. I just need to keep my gob shut because I know these people listening. I don't want to ruin it. And also, I'm not playing like a, a bit of a character here. When I'm saying about stuff that we're watching, I'm watching it by the episode. Yeah. You know, I might know what goes on, but I also think because I've missed so much, as I've just said, it's great to see it with fresh eyes again and go through it. And 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 honestly, I was proper team, um, like when Grant was in the, the island the first time, I quite liked him, but watching him now, it's up and down. He's the right dick. Yeah. You know, one minute he's a good guy, the next bit like he did today was just fucking disgusting. So it's really interesting how in two years of, as a person, whether because I've changed as a person or I wasn't paying attention, I don't know, but I'm certainly not getting the same vibes I got the first time around. Yeah, yeah. It's it's probably just coming on that after the show as well, isn't it? And doing these chats, <laughs> you probably have you just yeah, have yeah. to pay a bit more attention, or else we'd have nothing to bloody talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my attention span's like. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, Chris, I I I got to tell you. You know, I mentioned I was watching this uh, Heartbreak Island. Yeah. Well. I can't remember which episode it is now. Probably up to about five or six or something. And and it's it's just got a really different twist on it because they have these individual challenges, but there's stuff at stake. So they had this one today where, or yeah, earlier today, um, where, oh, let me think now. I think, it, I can't remember what the car was, but there was basically, if you won this challenge, you got a car. Now, it, it, it's similar in that you can do the recoupling and everything, but 
you've got this one guy in there, really good looking guy, proper fancies himself as well, though. And, you know, this girl had left, you know, who she was coupled up with to partner up with this guy and had genuine feelings for him. And, you know, he, he'd been feeding her all the right lines and everything and seemed to have feelings back. And then sort of out the blue, he's sort of, he's figuring out, he's processing the game, you know, because you've got all these challenges and you've got these things up for grabs. He's basically saying, you know, we, we need to be strategic and, you know, it's, it's better for us, you know, if all the other guys think that you're available, you know, and, and I'll be doing the same and talking tactics. And she just fucking didn't like it at all. And basically, Harry, you know, from uh, Too Hot to Handle, he was at risk of yeah. being booted out of the island. And ba- But basically, all the girls could could save Harry and ditch their own partner. And this this fucking prick who'd been all strategic and everything really upset this girl. So it didn't like Harry necessarily at all. It was like, right, I'm saving Harry. You fuck off, pack your bags. <laughs> it was fucking brutal, Chris. You would love it. Honestly, I, I think you would like it. I need to get on it. Yeah, I need to get on it then, daughter. Yeah. No excuses. Yeah, just because, like I say, it's just a bit of a it's very Love Island, you know, and uh, but just a, a slightly different twist to it. So, uh, yeah, no, nah, really entertaining. Now, nah, good stuff, good stuff. So, Dave, great episode again, and, uh, you know, we're moving on to episode nine, so we're nearly a third of the way through this. You get to ten and we're there. So, there is a bit of light at the end of the tunnel, <laughs> my friend. We are cracking on. Fucking <laughs> marathon <you> again. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> you do like what me and Dave do. Give us a follow. And I keep saying this, and Mr. Horrocks did correct me yesterday, and he just said, Well, the fuck do you just say? Follow CD Reality Cast on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> That'll be easier than reading them both out. I might as well just go www.http. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, CD Reality Cast. And if you do want to speak to me and Dave, and we love your emails and that, guys, get, get them in for this series. Uh, CD Reality Cast at gmail.com. So, Dave, great episode. And uh, I'm really glad you streamlined my social media to the end of the show because it's completely. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.